When you look at scripture, you see Jesus met all sorts of different types of people, right? There was the tax collector, there was the Samaritan woman. And I think it's important for us to do the same, to really break down those barriers and see people beyond the title that we put on them. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Lisa Schultz. She's the Chief of Staff for the Chaplain of the United States Senate, Chaplain Barry Black. And I first met Lisa when she invited me to come and speak at a women's luncheon at the Capitol. Well, you can imagine me being a children's writer, it really was just about the very last thing I could ever have expected to be doing. Why was I there speaking to senators? But that's exactly what happened. It was wonderful. In the beautiful Capitol building, I shared the story of God's great love for us and read to senators and staff from the Jesus Storybook Bible. I love reading to adults. They kind of go into a trance, which I love. But what I love best was getting to know Lisa and hearing wonderful, hopeful, encouraging stories of Christians meeting together from both sides of the aisle, praying together. We immediately became fast friends. And it reminded me of that wonderful verse in the Bible that says, God can do immeasurably more than we can ask or think or even imagine. If we really believed that God is always doing immeasurably more for us and for others, I wonder how might that change how we approach others, how we look at them, how we look at ourselves, how we approach those who are not like us. Lisa encourages us to remove labels, to take people out of the boxes we've constructed for them, and to learn to see them the way Jesus sees them, to love them the way he loves them. I loved Lisa's joy and her humility. To hear such a learned, devoted, accomplished woman being so open and vulnerable is profoundly moving. Her mission reminds me of something Philo of Alexandria said, Be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. I want to remember that, don't you? So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Lisa Schultz. My name is Lisa Schultz, and I am a Christ follower. I'm also a deacon in the Anglican Church. I'm a mom to two boys, and I'm a wife, and I am also the chief of staff for the Senate chaplain. So I've been doing ministry work on Capitol Hill for 18 years. I actually became a Christian when I was 15 at a Young Life camp, and I really wanted to learn more about my faith. So I traveled to a Bible school, an eight-week Bible school in Austria. And that eight-week Bible school turned out to be a seven-year journey in my 20s in a small ski town in Austria. And it was during that time that I became really interested in politics, which is unusual (laughs) for being in Austria, but I also became interested in 
living in somewhere a little bit more international. So when I came back to the States after my time was up, I moved to Washington, D.C. And that's also where my parents lived. I lived in the top of their house in their attic, actually. And the internet age happened when I lived in Austria, so I did not know anything about computers. And I told my dad that I would be homeless on the National Mall because who would hire me? I didn't know anything about how to use the internet. And I started attending a church on Capitol Hill. I shared my story about my work in Europe, and I was offered two jobs at the end. And one was for an organization that did ministry work to staff on Capitol Hill. And that seemed like a really good fit for me and for my spiritual gifts. So that was 18 years ago. And then about three years later, a job opened up in the Senate chaplain's office, which was the director of communications for Chaplain Black. I remember going to the Capitol for the interview thinking, oh my word, this is just a beautiful, beautiful office. We have a window that opens that we can look at the National Mall. And I remember thinking, I told my dad I would be homeless on the mall. And now I'm interviewing (laughs) for a job that's in the Capitol looking at the National Mall. And so I spoke with Chaplain Black and he interviewed me and he called me that afternoon and he said, the Holy Spirit told me to hire you. I don't even think he looked at my resume. And so that was my journey to working for Chaplain Black. So it's been a long ride with him and it's been really, really wonderful. I grew up in Oklahoma. So in Oklahoma, if you are a Christian, you're a Republican. And then I lived in Europe where Christians were much more liberal. (laughs) And I came to DC and I remember going to Chaplain Black's, one of his Friday Bible studies where we have about 150 Senate staffers there and we feed them lunch. And I was shocked to see that probably 75% of the people there were Democrats. And so coming from Oklahoma thinking, if you're a Christian, you must be a Republican. It was just a shock to me. And so that's really been a really good thing for my spiritual health is to be around people who are very different. Our background, our upbringing, our environment, where we grew up in America, our family of origin, the schools that we went to, our economic background, all of those things really influence who we are. But we are all made in the image of God. I think that's why he says to, you know, that the law and the prophets to fulfill them is to love God and love your neighbor. And your neighbor is not just the person (laughs) who is like you. And I think that's part of taking the harder right and doing the harder thing is really being intentional about trying to love people that are very different. If we remove the labels that we attach to people, which we do all the time, and not just in politics, we can see them as Christ sees them. And I think this is just a challenge every day, right? To not label people, but instead to look beyond. I think of Jesus when he met with the Samaritan woman and he knew everything about her. And she had all of these labels, right? And he went and met her where she was at and then spoke to her in a way that she would feel loved. She felt loved and cared and seen. And I think that's a real challenge today. I 
feel extremely privileged to have my job and to be working in an environment, also living in an environment in my neighborhood where people are very different than me, even all different types of Christians, but then all different types of people in general. And then, of course, you have the political realm, which is you're either a Republican or a Democrat, and those are the things that people know about you. And that is obviously a really challenge, and it's been more of a challenge, I would say, in the past five or six years that things have become much more divisive and political, and people have kind of gone into their camps. I lead a Bible study, and I'm involved in two studies every week, but one is on Mondays, and I have people in there that are very, very liberal and (laughs) work for a very liberal senator, and then I have people that are super, super conservative on the far right who work for probably um, the most conservative senators. And so it is a joy to come together and to actually break down those barriers and get to know one another. So I consider that really my mission is to have people in fellowship with one another and getting to know one another and being able to see each other beyond the label of Democrat or Republican. So that's a real privilege to be able to see people the way that Jesus sees them or learning to love people the way Jesus loves people. Jericho was a city, but it wasn't any old city. It was a fortress, and it stopped anyone from getting into the land. The people looked at Jericho, at the big, giant, scary walls around it, at the tall, towering ramparts. The heavy iron gates bolted shut at each other. What would they do? No one knew, but God knew. And God told Joshua what to do. But Joshua must have looked surprised because it was a very odd battle plan indeed, as we will soon find out. Then God made his people a promise. I will always be with you and I will never, ever leave you. If you do what I say, your lives in the new land will be happy and everything will go well. So Joshua gathered his army together. They had their swords and spears and shields. They were ready to fight. But the battle wasn't about fighting. It was about trusting and doing what God said. Joshua's army went marching, marching, marching around the city, day after day after day. They're too scared to fight, the people in Jericho said. But they were wrong. God's people weren't scared. They were waiting, waiting for God to tell them what to do next. On the seventh day, God told his people to march around the city, not once, but seven times. Then God told everyone to make as much noise as they could. Has anyone ever told you to make as much noise as you possibly can? Well, imagine that noise and add 39,999 other people making that noise too. And you get the idea. Ear splitting. And as it turned out, stone splitting too, because the huge stone walls of Jericho just crumbled to the ground as if they were made of sand. Jericho vanished in a great cloud of dust. So this passage really resonates with me because I think that God can do more than we ask or imagine if we're willing to be used by Him, if we're willing to follow what He asks us to do, even if it means marching around the city and these walls seven times. He's honored and I think joyful about our obedience. It pleases God to see our obedience and He sees our obedience and He does these things that we can't even imagine in our head. He can do much more than we can ever ask or imagine. 
you can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.